Lord, have your way in me. I surrender. Tell you what, those are some powerful words that can be life-changing if you let them. Lord, I surrender. Amen. We're so thankful for Brother Cody being home. Amen. He has been in Zambia with his wife for the last month, and they're taking care of uh, Queen's mom. And uh, she was diagnosed with brain cancer. And so she is, she, Queen decided to stay for a little while longer and continue to take care of her. So we send our love uh, to them. But we're so glad Brother Cody's home. We've missed you. Amen. Good to have Tiffany uh, back. She's been on the, on the border, not the restaurant. She's been uh, down at the border on a mission trip, outreach. And so we're so thankful you're back safe. And I look forward to hearing uh, all about all about that, and uh, we're we're glad you're here. Isn't God good? Amen. God is so good. We're so grateful, so thankful you're here. Trust everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving, but we're ready to shift gears. Everybody ready to shift gears? Come on, we're 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 where we at? About third or fourth? Let's shift on up to fifth. Let's uh, let's get in overdrive and let's finish this year out strong. Can I get a big amen? Amen. I'm going to ask, uh, everybody left me. <laughs> All right. So I need some, I need some help. Uh, so, uh, Pastor Marcelo, you, you, you're over there in the corner and, uh, Sister Doris, would you come just stand right there, right there? All right. Tiffany, would you, would you help me? You come stand right here. I'll give you some instruction. Luke, will you run up there, uh, real quick? And uh, in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to plug that green plug right there in. All right. Brother Dick's back there. Brother John, we're ready to go. All right. Amen. Okay. Uh, Luke, will you go ahead and let's put us in darkness here. As dark as we can get. No one likes darkness. In the darkness, we can't see. In darkness, we stumble. And in the darkness, you stump your toe. And that's never fun. It struggles to in, in darkness to see, but this is the condition that the world was in. In the beginning, the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the earth. But it was upon God's word. It was what God spoke. It's what God declared for the world, and it was what God declared in you. And it's what we're going to declare today. As we begin to light our world. For God has called you to be the light of the world. And He's called you not to hide, but He's called you to shine. And even though darkness was upon the face of the earth, God spoke. And God said, let there be light. You see, light changes everything. Light shatters the darkness. You can have a huge area of darkness and just one tiny little light. And it illuminates. You're that light in your world. Pastor Marcello, light your world. 
John, light your world. Brother Dick, light your world. See, in darkness, it's hard to see. Yeah, tell it, see? Let there be light. Yes. <laughs> Tiffany, light your world. Wow. Doris, light your world. Amen. We're no longer in darkness. Come on, give these guys a hand. Thank y'all so much. You can you can go be seated. Talita, you can bring the other lights back up. Yeah, Luke, just just turn this, the chandeliers on. You see, as you light your world, your corner of the world becomes light. Your area, your family, your job. You are the light in your world. But where did we get that light? You see, I'm not the light. I'm just a reflection of the light. Amen? The light within me is coming from a greater source. And as we light our world, as we've lit our world this morning, and we, you know, declare that no longer are we going to live in darkness, but we are going to shadow the, shatter the darkness, and we're going to walk in light, and we're going to illuminate, and we're going to show ourselves Christ-like. We're going to let our light shine. Let's talk about that light. In the beginning, John declared... In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and there wasn't anything created without Him. And, but He said that in Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Oh, what a sad statement. What a sad place to be. Amen. Where there's light shining, yet you still walk in darkness. Where illumination is, yet you lack understanding. Amen. Where there's wisdom and knowledge, yet you still fall and stumble in ignorance. When there's light to lead the way, yet you refuse to walk in it. John declared in verse 9 that Jesus was the true light in which lights to every man. He becomes the light, he said, of the world. You see, we light our world. But Jesus came to light the whole world. For God so loved what? The world. Not just your world or my world. He loves the whole world. He loves every single person, every nation, every country, every tribe, every tongue, every nationality. He came to light up the world and He is calling you to light your world. John it said in eight, chapter 8 verse 12, Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. So if you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness for living light. I love this. It's out of the Living Bible. The 
the, the, the living light will flood your path. You see, he is the light of the world and he is living. He is alive. And as we live in him and growing him, we should become brighter. You know, a lot of our lights, the longer they the burn, the dimmer they get. Until finally one day, what happens? They go out. But you know what? Our lights for Christ should burn and it should burn brighter and brighter and we should receive more fuel and we should receive more love. And as the more we become like Jesus, the more light we have to shine and the brighter we become. Amen. I don't want to burn out. Amen. I want to be lit up. What's, what's the, the, the background of this if you look? It was a, a time that they called uh, illuminating the temple. It, it, it was the illumination uh, of the women's area. It was very dark in the courtyard and all the galleries were very dark. And at, at, at dusk, they would light. There was four candelabras in these areas. And they would come in. They were oil lamps. And they would light these lamps one at a time and it would illuminate these different areas. And then they would dance and they would sing and they would rejoice and they would sing songs of joy. And Jesus, in that context, amen, looking at these lights, said, I am the light of the world. He was telling those Pharisees that are around him, Amen, your candle, your light may light this area, but I'm a light that will light up the entire world. Your light will burn out. Your lamps run dry. But I'm a light that will shine forever. Can I get a big amen? David, I mean, the, the, the people of that day, uh, they, they, Jesus talked a lot about light and darkness and things. They understood that. They lived in darkness. There was no light. Any light came from a candle. It came. It was made up of an oil lamp. It had a reed that was their wick. And, and it was the women's job in the home to tend that lamp. And that's why they're, they're, they're in, in their culture... If that bowl ran dry of oil, that reed would smoke and put off a terrible odor and fill the house. And it was a disgrace to that wife, to that lady of the house, for, for allowing her the lamp to go out. She wasn't doing her duty if she didn't allow. And so immediately that wick was taken and thrown out and discarded. They would start over. But Jesus came along and said, A burned reed and a smoking flask I'll in no wise throw away. He was saying, even when our lamps run dry, even when our lights go out, even when we're putting off a foul odor, when others would throw us away, when others would discard us, amen, Jesus said, I'll, till, I'll still take you. I'll still use you. I'll restore you. I'll renew you. I'm not going to throw you in the trash, amen, just because you failed and sinned and your light went out. Can I get a big amen? Thank God. Amen. He'll just relight your fire. He doesn't throw you away. We all get burnt out at times. There's been times our light didn't burn so bright. There's been times that we were just out. 
Oh, but thank God for His grace and mercy. He relights our fire. He gives us fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And David said, so, so they, they understood darkness. They understood the gross darkness. And homes and businesses and, and travelers, they, they, they lived in darkness. And so, to, 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 to travel, to go out at night, they had these little oil lamps that they would tie on their shoes. And as they walked, it would light their way. Thus David said in Psalm 119, 105, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Can I tell you today, we've got to begin to walk in the word of God. Amen. The word of God will help you. It'll illuminate your path. It'll light up your way. It'll tell you how to treat your neighbor. It'll tell you how to treat your family. It'll tell you how to do business. It'll tell you, amen, how to live your life and how to love and live and serve. I'm telling you, the word of God, amen, will light your path and you won't be stumbling in darkness. 1 John 1, 5 declares God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. Oh, I want to get to the place there's no darkness at all. Oh, wouldn't that be a nice place to be? There's no sin at all. There's no weakness at all. There's no failure at all. There's no pain at all. Oh, can I tell you, I'm going to get there. I'll be in heaven when it happens. Because none of us are going to be perfect down here. We walk, we fail, we stumble, we, 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 we have areas that are still dark in our lives that the Holy Spirit has to illuminate and we're giving it little by little and the Lord's working on us. But thank God one day, amen, in heaven, the Bible says there's no shadow. You see, shadows are caused when something gets between you and the light source. Oh, but in heaven, He is the light. He's going to illuminate from every area. Nothing will be able to separate. And that's why the Bible says in heaven, there's, there's going to be still shadows. We're afraid of shadows down here, aren't we? Some people are scared of their own shadow. But in Him, there's no darkness at all. You know what? I don't want there to be any darkness in me. You know what? We need to begin to pray. Lord, uh, show me. Illuminate the areas in my life that are still dark. Show me any areas that I need to work on. Is it, is it my attitude? Is it my words? Is it my, how I'm being kind or unkind? Is it my thought life? Is it in, in, in my service? Lord, what is it that needs to be illuminated? I'm telling you, you can walk into a, a room and you look around and you think, Wow, this looks pretty good. And then you turn the light on. What happens when you turn the light on? The roaches start running. Why do you think Motel 6 leaves the light on? <laughs> they don't want them to come out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a dig on Motel 6. Listen. When the light comes on, all those things... You see, sin loves darkness. Satan loves darkness. People, th th the thieves love darkness. Hey, people, people do things in darkness they'd never do in the light with everybody watching them. 
They try to hide and be sneaky. But I'm telling you, amen, when the Holy Spirit flips the light on in your life, amen, those things will take off. Amen, say, Lord, turn the light on. Amen, don't let nothing sneaky be sneaking up on me. Don't let nothing sneaky get in. That's why we put floodlights around our house. And you do all those things so that when people come up, the light comes on and hopefully scares them away. Let the Holy Spirit, Lord, if I'm walking in darkness, turn the light on. Illuminate my path so I don't stumble. Turn the light on, my my attitude, and show me when it's bad. Light up my mouth when I speak in words and make sure that I'm not saying things that are hurtful. See, the people in this day, when Jesus is talking, were suffering from darkness. They were suffering from natural darkness. Everything they did had to be done with lamps and lights, and that was hard. And they they were suffering political darkness. They were living under a Roman empire that uh, was, was so oppressive. Their freedoms were to be taken away. They were trying to be forced back. Oh, no, that's, that's a different time. Sorry. I, was thinking, I thought that was back then. No, now, listen, they, they were suffering all kind of things in their day politically. They were suffering so many things in their day religiously. And yes, there are so many co- things that coincide with our generation and times and oppression in so many different areas and so many different ways. But can I tell you, Jesus was the light back then and Jesus is the light today. The answer is not in anything else but Jesus. And we are the light that is supposed to be shining and showing people a different way. Amen. Darkness makes men long for light. In Alaska, where there are certain areas where it stays dark for so long a period of time, there's such a, a, a terrible sense of oppression and depression in people uh, because people don't like long-term time darkness. You have to have light. You need that sun. You need that vitamin D. Amen. Vitamin D is what kind of, it's, it's a mood. It helps you feel good. And when you haven't been in the light for a while, amen, you start getting pale and pasty. And you start feeling weak. And you, you, you don't feel so happy because you've been out of the sun. But can I tell you, when you get in the light, there's something that brings joy. Amen. Sorrow and despair. Amen. Last in the darkness. But joy comes in the morning. Oh, there's been times. Amen. I've just laid in bed, just, just, just looking at the window, just waiting. I can't wait till I see a little light because I've got to get up out of here and get going. We long for the light. Darkness makes men long for the light. They, they were longing for a light. Everybody in this building, those of you watching online, we've all experienced dark times in our life. We've experienced those extended periods of time when there's no light shining. When we, we, they say you see the light at the end of the tunnel and we can't even see the tunnel. It's so dark around us and it seems things seem hopeless. We feel helpless. But Micah declared in chapter 7 verse 8. When I sit in darkness. The Lord will be light to me. Can I tell you today? He is your light. 
Stop looking at other people and trying to get your, your, your ray of sunshine from this one and that one. People and things will let you down. But can I tell you, Jesus will never let you down. Amen. He'll never go out in your darkness. When I sit in darkness, Jesus will be my light. And he said in verse 9, he will bring me forth to the light and I will see his righteousness. Can I just tell you this morning, can I encourage you today, your darkness is not going to last forever. This season that you're in is not going to last forever. Amen. It will come to an end. Joy does come in the morning. The sun will shine again. The light will come. But in that darkness... Let Jesus be your light. And then He will bring you forth to that light. 1 John chapter 2 verse 9 says, He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. Let me read that again. He who says he is in the light And hates his brother is in darkness until now. We're living in a time and a generation to where it seems the powers to be are are, are stirring and trying to get people groups and and, and genders and vaxxed and unvaxxed and what against one another. But can I tell you, as the church of Jesus Christ, as for the Lord's house, we are going to love one another. We're not going to get in crossways. We're not going to be in pride and in prejudice. Amen. We're going to love each other. We're going to embrace each other. We're going to encourage each other. Amen. We're not going to allow outside sources. Amen. To tell us. Amen. We have a problem with one another. Because we don't. Because we are one and the same. Amen. We've all been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And we're not Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, or Independents. We are... Christians, we are the church of the living God. We are followers of Jesus Christ. We are one body and we are going to heaven together and we're going to love each other right here. But we're not just going to love each other right here. We're going to leave this building and we're going to let our light so shine that people will say, what's up with you? Something's different about you. I want people to say that about me. First John declares. He said this is the message God has given us to pass on to you. That God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. So if we say we are his friends. But go on living in spiritual darkness and sin. We're lying. But if we are living in the light of God's presence, just as Christ does, then we have wonderful fellowship and joy with each other. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from every sin. If we say we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and refusing to accept the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him... We can depend on Him to forgive us and cleanse us from every wrong. And it is perfectly proper for God to do this because Jesus died to wash every sin away. Amen? Verse number 10. If we claim we have not sinned, we're lying and calling God a liar 
For he says we've sinned. I don't know about you. I'm not about to stand up in front of God and say, you're a liar. No, 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 no. I want my life to be a light. I don't want to walk in darkness, live in darkness, act in darkness, act out of darkness. You see so many people, why are they acting the way they're acting? Because they're in darkness and they're acting out of darkness. But we need the light of Jesus Christ to shine on them and to reveal their darkness. And when they do, all of a sudden, amen, you look around and it makes you love one another. And have joy with one another. And express love for one another. When you're in darkness, that darkness takes over. It was a, a Hindu trader in India that asked a missionary, What do you put on your face to make it shine? And the missionary said, Nothing. And the Hindu priest got so aggravated and angry and impatient. And he said, yes, you do. And everybody that believes in Jesus, y'all put something on your face to make it shine. And suddenly the Christian understood and his face even glowed more as he said, I, I, I know what you mean. Let me tell you the secret. It's not something that we put on from the outside. But it's something that comes from within. It's the reflection of the light of God in our hearts. You see, if Jesus reigns in your life, if Jesus is Lord and King, if Jesus, the light of the world, lives in you, then you are going to be His reflection. And light, amen, will reflect from you and out of you. And your face will show the glory of God. Amen, you won't be all sourpuss all the time. That frown will turn up into a smile. Joy will come from your heart. You won't be angry and frustrated. And amen, the joy of the Lord. As David declared in Psalms 34, he, he it reiterated uh, what this man saw. He said, They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. Can I tell you today? It's time that our faces be not ashamed. It's time that we take the veil off. Amen. When Moses came down from the mountain, he had to put a veil over his face because he so glowed with the glory of God. And he didn't want the people to see it and be afraid. And But you know what? It's time that we take the veil off. It's time we open the blinds. It's time that we don't just let our light shine when we get together in church and worship. It's time that we take the light into the dark world and shatter the darkness. Yes, there's those that'll try to put out your light. But can I tell you, they can't put it out. You take a fire, a stick that's on fire, and you try to put it out, all you'll do is just scatter the embers. It'll cause little fires. I'm telling you, when the devil's trying to stomp out the light of the gospel, he's tried to do it every generation. But all it's ever done is spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every pandemic, it was the church 
you look back from the 1800s and the early 1900s, all the early the pandemics, amen, all the church was the one that went out and fed people and nursed people and gave people medical care. And they were the ones that stepped out. It was when Jesus, amen, went to the leper and they said, don't touch him. And Jesus touched him anyway. And healed him. It was the church that wasn't afraid until we get into 2020. And the church has shrunk back just like all the world. And we put a cover on our face. And I'm not, you do what you want to. I'm just saying, don't let your spiritual life, don't put a cover over your spiritual face. I mean, I tell them. I went to the hospital. They hand me a, hand me a mask. I said, I have to cover up my cute face. And most of them look at me and say, please do, please do. You never looked better. No. But spiritually, the devil would like to put a mask over you. He'd like to put a a bushel over your light. He'd like to put a cover over your lamp so that your light doesn't shine and people can't see your smile. They can't see the joy coming from your heart. 2 Corinthians verse chapter 4, verse 6. But it is God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown in our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. God wanted, amen, to shine some light on a dark world. And so He sent His only Son into the world that the world through Him might be saved. And now He died, He rose again, He ascended back to heaven, and He said, now you are the light of Of the world. It was a certain village. In Europe. Many centuries. Several centuries ago. That a a nobleman. A very rich man. He wanted to leave a legacy. For his community. And he decided to build a church. No one saw the plans. No one. It was shrouded. And they couldn't see it. Until it was finished. One day it was finished and it was unveiled and he invited all of the townspeople to come. They all came. They were in awe. It was a beautiful facility. Beautiful in every way. Very ornate. But someone noticed and commented, there's no light. To which the nobleman pointed out, all around the building were hooks. And then... He gave a beautiful lamp to each family member. This is what he said. Each time you are here, the area where you're seated will be lighted. Each time you're not here, that area will be dark. This is to remind you that whenever you fail to come to church, some part... Of God's house is dark. I've never said it that way. But I can tell you when you're not here. When you're not in your place. When you're not in your spot. It's dark. 
That place is not illuminated because you are the light. You're the one. It's your character. It's your life. It's your zeal. It's your passion. It's your smile. It's your worship that lights up your world. And no one can light your world but you. Someone can take your chair, but they can't take your place. You may sit a different place, it doesn't matter. But I'm telling you, you are the light that fills your world. And when we all come together, amen, we produce a big light. And then we are to take those little lights and go back into a dark world. Go into your home, into your family, into your business, into your neighborhoods. And we've got to share the love of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 5. Verse 14 and 15. Let me just say before I read that. Jesus stood in that temple. Looking at the illumination. Of the temple with the candelabras. And it was that setting that he said. I am the light of the world. Of the world. That's an artificial light. It goes out. It lights a area. But I am the light of the world. And then Jesus dies on the cross. He is raised again. He's glorified and he's taken back to heaven. And we go, oh no. The light's gone. We're back in darkness. What are we going to do? And Matthew declared it in verse number chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. You are The light of the world. Now, it's up to you and I to be the reflection of Jesus inside of us. The light of the world in us, reflecting through us. How? Through our attitude, through our words, through our actions, through our deeds. Come on, listen to me. Somebody, amen, dear in this time. It it shouldn't just be this season. It should be this way all the time. But especially in this season, when you're out in the world, let people, don't tell people you're a Christian. Show people the light. Be the one that buys somebody's coffee or breakfast in in line from behind you. That ever happened to anybody? Yeah. You're like, why would they do that? They don't know me. It makes you want to do it for something. It makes you feel good when somebody does something nice. Pay for somebody's groceries. Buy somebody's lunch. And that's not... It's, that's. Your actions, your attitude, your, your, your kindness, your smile. Being that light in darkness. You don't know what people are going through a living hell at home and on the job. They're at the breaking point, And the last thing they need is for you to honk your horn. Because they sit a second too long at the red light. The last thing they need you to do is get angry and upset when you're supposed to be the light in that darkness. It's you. You're that lighthouse. And in their storm, they need to see something shining in you that will lead them to safety. 
You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds. You mean I'm supposed to be doing some good stuff? Yeah. You know what? Stop doing it in darkness. Do it in broad daylight. Start being kind. Start being sweet. Start being loving. Start being caring. Start taking care of people. And when they see your good deeds, they will glorify. They will praise your Father in heaven. And when they ask you, when they think it's you, you can tell them, it's not me. I'm just a reflection of the light inside of me. And let me tell you who is the light of the world. His name is Jesus. Yes, he was born of a virgin. Yes, he was born in a manger. Oh, but can I tell you, he's not there anymore. He's high and lifted up. He's sitting on the throne. He's king of kings and lord of lords. And he has declared today that you are the light. Start shining. Start shining. Start twinkling. Start glowing. And I'm telling you, you know what? I want to go from a little twinkle. I want to become a spotlight. That lights up. That's bright. That's blinding. I want to be a blinding light. That when people are in darkness, either they see their way or they have to go like this. I don't want the darkness to tolerate me. I said, I don't want the darkness to tolerate me. I want to shatter the darkness. We were staying in a hotel somewhere. I, I do not like light when I sleep. I want it pitch black, quiet. And there was a light. It was the temperature on the air conditioner up at the top, had the, the numbers illuminated, and you first turned out the light, and it didn't bother you. But the darker it got, the brighter that light got. I can see it through my eyelids. Until Miss Amy had gave me some sticky, she had some sticky notes in her purse. And I climbed up there, and I tried one, that wasn't enough. I put, I had several sticky notes over that until it, Blacked it out. I don't like no light. I'm tell you something. You'll get in situations where the devil will try to put a sticky note over your light. He don't like it. It reveals his evil plans. The light shatters the darkness. Amen. The, the crooks and the criminals and the thieves, amen, can't sneak around, amen, when it's illuminated in light. I'm telling you, the devil, amen, can't sneak up on you when your light's shining bright. Amen. When it, it's illuminating everything around you. Don't let the devil put a sticky note over your light today. He said, you don't put a lamp, put a light a candle and then put a bowl over it. You put it upon a candlestick. 
so everybody can see it. Don't hide your light. You are the light of the world. A reflection of Jesus. Go shine. Shine bright. Can I get a big amen? Come on, clap for joy. Father, today we want to thank you for sending Jesus into such a dark world, a dark time, where they were oppressed in darkness politically, religiously, naturally. But Jesus, you came in a time of darkness to reveal your wonderful light. And Lord, today you come in a time of darkness in each and every one of our lives. To illuminate us. If there's one person here today that's suffering. The effects of darkness. From the works of darkness. Things that's been done in the darkness. And they're in a dark time of their life. They don't feel any hope. See any light. There's no way out. And no light at the end of the tunnel. Holy Spirit I'm asking you today. To illuminate. I ask you today, let me be a light that shines in their darkness. Let me give them hope. Let me shine my light of love and grace and mercy upon their life. Let me do something to encourage them and bless them and let them know that there's still good in the world. And there's still hope. I pray that every single one of us today will take the bowl, take the the bushel, take the covering off of our light and let our life shine. If we ever needed to shine, the world is getting darker and darker. But we as the believers, Lord, as we as the lights of Jesus, your reflection on earth, let us stand firm, hold our light up, And let it shine like never before. Holy Spirit, I ask you to start a light. If there's one person in this building today or someone watching online, you say, Pastor, I'm in darkness. I'm in sin. Jesus is not my Lord and Savior. I, I don't feel like there's any light in me. But I have hope. Jesus loves me. I want Him to be the light of my life. I want to reflect His light and His love in this world. Today, all you've got to do is ask Him. The light of the world will come and live inside of you and illuminate your life so that you can see in the darkness. You won't be stumbling around, failing and falling, but you'll stand firm in the light of Jesus Christ. If you're in this building today or you're watching online, you need to ask Jesus, the light of the world, to come and light your world and let you be a reflection. Just pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I confess today I'm in darkness. I'm a sinner. I ask Jesus, the light of the world, to come into my life. Light up every area. Show me my sin. And I confess my sin. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. And your word said, I can depend on you. 
You're faithful to forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. I receive Jesus. The light into my life. Light my world. And let me be a reflection of your light to my world. In Jesus' name, amen.